Hey there, streakers. It's another streaking day. It's Friday, October 13th, which means it's bad for some people. And good for others. Good for me today because I have my co-host with me today, Miss Jamie, and we are going to be talking about embracing failure and how false that is. So let's start streaking. What is streaking and why should you do it? Streaking is how you set up personal winning streaks. Look at who you want to be and what you need to do to become that person. This is Streaking. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jamie. And we are Streakers. Through 30 years of marriage and seven children, we have learned the power of consecutive consistency or streaking. To start streaking is simple. You just follow these three laws. Make it laughably simple. Keep a record and join the streaking community. Streaking is your hidden superpower. With it, you will consistently progress and grow in whatever area of life you want. In this podcast, Jeff and I will share all the fun, exciting, serious, solemn, wonderful parts of family, spiritual, professional, and personal life, and how streaking powers it all. So join us in the conversation, join the movement, and start streaking today. It is so good to talk with you. Welcome to back to the show. Thank you. We've been missing you. I know it's been a few. <laughs> it's been it's been a hot minute. That's it's, what the kids it, say now. It's nowadays. been a hot minute. Listen to me. That's what the kids say nowadays. It's been a hot minute. I got to make sure. I was just checking your technical to make sure that your mic was hot because it's been on mute for so long. Is it hot? Is it working? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's working. <laughs> so I was talking with Jamie and I asked her to uh, to just hop on and. I was talking with her about this whole idea of what I feel people say, which is embrace failure. You know, you got to fail fast and fail often. And I've talked with you guys a little bit about this in the past. And Jamie and I have had many conversations. And I I was asking her, I said, why do people have that? So I was reading out of the Speed of Trust. And this is where I read. And I asked her for for her thoughts on this. We're going to get her thoughts here. But it was... um, Let's see here. If you're not willing to make mistakes, you're not going to improve. Often people aren't willing to make mistakes because they're either afraid to fail or they're focused on looking good. But smart people and smart companies realize that making mistakes is part of life. They see mistakes as feedback that will help them improve and they become expert in learning how to learn from mistakes. And I always feel like it's like oh, you're being asked to embrace mistakes. But I don't think that's what it's about at all. In fact, I think that's false. I think if you embrace mistakes, you're doing yourself a huge disservice. So as you're talking, (laughs) smiling at me, (laughs) I am smiling at you because I know you well. And even though this isn't what we talked about before we got on the podcast, as I'm listening to you, I know what it is that bothers you about this, because even as you read it, you read it in a way like smart people, (laughs) Like you're annoyed that they would say it in that way. I am annoyed that I and that's that they would because, say it in that way. Because you do not look at very many things as failure. Like hardly ever do you look at something as failure. Hmm. And I think that's what bothers you about that is that you read that and you look at the way that you look at life, which is, it's truly a gift because almost all of the time, you're able to see a positive thing to something or you're able to be um, optimistic about whatever it is that we're talking about. Even things that I'll bring to the table and think, this is dreary. You're like, well, it's got a, it's got a silver lining. And you'll, Do sometimes... I use the word well? Do I say well? No, you don't say well. <laughs> but you'll, you'll bring out a point that... And sometimes, most of the time, I absolutely love it. And sometimes it's a little bit... I'm like, oh. Stop being so positive about everything. This is this is bad. 
You should recognize this. Are you saying I'm annoying? Is that what you said? But I am saying that you have a gift of being able to see the positive. So when you read something like that, you're hearing you need to embrace failure. And that to you rubs you the wrong way because you don't see things as failure. You see it as, okay, I'm one step closer to getting better or I did learn from that. So that's why I said, I think that is addressing people that see things differently. Maybe people more a little bit like me that need a little bit more encouragement that people can see things more black and white. Uh And I feel like you see things more as a journey, progressing, making progress. But I think that also though, that you, rather than embrace failure, it's really embrace growth. Yes. It's embrace improvement. And learning. And what happens is in embracing growth and improvement, there are mistakes and failures along the way. But I'm not embracing those. I'm not going after failure. I'm actually going after success. And I'm going to fall down. It's like the child that's learning to walk. They're going to fall down several times before they have success on a continual basis. Mm-hmm. Are, are they learning from the failure? Yes, because they're embracing success. They're embracing winning. They're embracing moving forward, growing and progressing. And I think that's what you do. I mean, what you're, you're right. What I hear in there is, I guess what I see it as is it's like embrace the failure when it's not. And I think you even don't like labeling something as a failure. Mm-hmm. I think that even that part of it is is a little bit bothersome to you because you look at it and you're like, it's not a failure. Well, because ch- failure kind of communicates that you're done. It's like, well, you failed. It's over. You're done. Oh, that's and I think point. that's part of what he's saying too is that we, we don't label things that way. You You didn't fail at something anything you're trying, it's going to take a lot of effort, a lot of practice and a lot of repeat. And then as you get going, you do reach a point that you've reached success. But even in that, sometimes I look at it and I think not everything can always be delineated in success and failure because I've had so many experiences where I was reaching for something and we hear it all the time in the analogy of the mountain that you, you look at the peak of the mountain and you climb and you work hard and you focus on that peak and you finally get to the peak success only to recognize that there's another mountain right in front of you and your view has changed and now you want to get to that next mountain. So that's a lot more of what I feel like is being communicated is that this idea of success and failure is more like a a willingness to take the journey. I think sometimes that's Mm -hmm. part of it is that I know for me, sometimes I want things to look a certain way. I want to be further down the road than starting. I want to be at least in the (laughs) middle or maybe, you know, closer to the finish line when I start. You don't want to just, I don't want to start at the start line. That's so far away and it's so not, it doesn't look as good. And so in that he is talking to people saying, look, don't be afraid of the way that it looks at first. Embrace that. And start. So, but that, and that's what I think I'm saying is embrace growth, embrace yes. improvement, embrace the the opportunity and the journey of success. Because I see what you're saying as well in the sense that if I embrace success, that may be the last success. In other words, I reach the peak and here I am. Whereas if I'm embracing growth and improvement. That then encouraged me once I've reached that peak. So, for example, here's a here's a great example. We climbed Mount Quandry this last uh, summer, fourteen thousand foot peak. 
on the way down, it was great. On the way down, we met a woman who this was her third 14er for the day. Oh, you're kidding. No, uh-uh. And she said, or no, 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 it was her second. And she was trying to get three in. Okay. She said, I hit two. Uh, this is my second one and I got to hit three. And she was booking it. And I thought, now here's a person that embraces growth and improvement. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just one peak because she was climbing 14ers all the time. She started with one though. She started with a simple hike. And then it progressed into, and she's like, you know what? I'm going to embrace growth and improvement. I will enjoy the success, but I'm not going to embrace it as the final tell-all, be-all. Mm-hmm. I'm going to continue to be there. That's why, and it's one of the reasons why when I look at streaking and what streaking is all about, is it is about embracing growth and improvement. Mm-hmm. What I love about it too is it's successes that I have every single day. Mm-hmm. And that's what I look at. So what Stephen was saying in, in Inspire Trust is to... I, I think more so he's saying, don't be afraid of failing because if I'm afraid of looking bad or failing, that then will halt me from growth and improvement. And I'm looking at it and saying, embrace growth and improvement and know that failure and however you look. And by the way, I talked the other day about who cares what anyone else thinks. That's what I was just going to say Go when you were talking about children learning to walk. Most of the time when a child is learning to walk, they're surrounded by people that are encouraging them even as they quote unquote fail or fall down. And so how often is is the fear of the failure more a fear of what people will think, more a fear of what I will look like? And that's a huge part of what I feel like Stephen is saying is don't be, don't let what other people think is a mistake keep you back. Don't let that you're not where, don't let the comparison of where you are compared to where other people. So you, you guys got up really early that morning to hike Quandry. Yeah. And there were people that had never done a 14er in your group. It was their first time. It can be, so if you get onto that level of comparison and here's somebody on your way down who is going to up for the third time her third 14er of the day <laughs> right. and you guys were literally coming down at like 8 30 in the morning uh-huh. like it was just yeah, barely we had, we starting had summited to... at 8 30 9 o'clock somewhere and, here, there. and you can feel all proud of yourself until you meet the person on the road who's <laughs> on their way to <laughs> summit their third myself to them exactly and i think that's always going to be a challenge but even in that it's interesting because the comparison also recognizes again that there's there's always more that can be done Mm-hmm. which is both a, two sides of the of the same coin. Sometimes that can be discouraging and sometimes that can help you recognize that you're like, oh, I can keep going. Like I accomplished this great thing and I could I could keep going and accomplish more great things and keep progressing. And that's where if you embrace growth yes. and improvement, that's what you can, yes. you can do. Whereas so, if I embrace same... failure, if I embrace success, both sides of that pendulum are not what you should embrace because then I'm going to stop at one or the other. Mm-hmm. I'm either going to fail, so never going to do it again, or I've had success, never going to do it again. Right. Whereas it's like, you know what? I had success. I had failure. What I'm embracing is the growth and the improvement. Something else you said just before we got on to talk about this was about the messiness that comes through. Now, we, we yeah. don't need to share the personal experience that you shared with me, but what you shared with it is that it's not always a clear-cut path. Like, for example, climbing quandary because so many thousands of people have climbed it you could see the path and you could Mm -hmm. walk right up it 
there were different challenges, personal challenges, physical challenges that you had to overcome, but not finding the path. Mm -hmm. There's sometimes where you're bushwhacking and it's messy to get where you want to go. Right. I mean, and I was talking in reference to particularly working with relationships where you have to get through a situation, but a lot of it is dependent upon the fact that you have to work with another person, which is challenging sometimes because because you don't have the ability to control how another person reacts or responds, but you still have to get to the other side of that situation. And that's where I was looking at, at it and saying, sometimes realigning our focus, yes, we're trying to get to a place that we're getting a certain thing accomplished. But in order to get that thing accomplished, you have to work or communicate with certain people that may not be interested in getting to the same place as you are. Right. And, and being able to get into those situations and say, okay, really the courage and, and the looking at it is being willing to keep going back and having the conversation again and again. And then each time you have that conversation, being able to look at it and be like, okay, what progress did we make? What did I learn? How could I have communicated a little bit better? How could I have been more patient or more persuasive or more understanding of that person's perspective that would help us in the next time that we have a conversation to move a little bit further in the direction that I'm needing to get to. And so in that regard, what I was think what I was communicating is that going into the situation is messy. It's not it's not pretty, but when you look at it and say, "Okay, but if I step back and and see the places that were successful like that's where you have to kind of look for that success in the mess and say yeah it may have been messy and and if i embrace it and say it was just a things? failure you just then... come up with it look for the success in the mess i mean that's not going to become a meme that's going to be several <laughs> things and you just off the top of your head it, it does work, huh? That's a good one. Look for the success in the mess. Because I think sometimes it, it we really want It really is. Things. I mean, you got to pause on that for a second and be like, wow. How do I come up with these insightful. things? Because yeah. I need a lot of help. That's what it is. I like things to be organized. Okay, I don't so want it to be messy. Being... But the truth is sometimes you just have to go through it and be like, look, it got messy, but I did it. And yeah. and I was, that's good. You have I, to look for the I success in, it. in the mess. Yes. Another one. Another Jamie. That is fantastic. You know, the other thing I think about is being married for 32 years. We've had many opportunities to practice what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I mean, it hasn't always been this. It's been bushwhacking. It's not a crystal clear path. It's not, this is how you get from starting marriage to 32 years of marriage. There's been all kinds of different messes that we've been in that we've had to work through. And if we embraced failure... Or embrace success on any side of that, 32 years of marriage doesn't happen. You're right. Because failure would be like, this isn't working. I'm done. And success We've grown apart. Be... I mean, part, one mm-hmm. of the saddest stories that I read in the last two days was Mary Lou Retton, who is fighting for her life, I guess, in which is sad. She has a rare form of rare pneumonia. Form of pneumonia. Right what was even more sad for me is that she had gotten divorced from her husband of 27 years and, that, and basically said we'd grown apart. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah. That's that's so heartbreaking for me because no one has been through the experience that you and your husband has got have gone through, and they're not whoever you start dating again or whoever you is not going to understand that. And it's just 
27 years is a lot of experience. It is. I guess the question I have to ask there though, is it, is it 27 years of experience or is it one year of experience 27 times? And that's where the progress is important. Right. Am I looking, am I embracing the progress and growth? And I think that's, as I look at you and I and what we've done through the years is we've always come back to, there's been some problems that we've discussed for years Mm -hmm. that haven't been solved for years and we keep going back to them and maybe a little bit of progress but it's it's really looking for success in the mess knowing that it might be messy for a a while Mm -hmm. and therefore having patience having appreciation for the growth for the progress embracing the improvement yep embracing the the willingness to keep coming back to the table to the conversation to the wanting to keep trying. Yeah. I think that was that was my sadness too is that they reached a point that that they were like we don't want to try anymore. Mm. And and I think it's sad because like you said that's a lot of it's a years lot of, of years and effort and especially the life that they live. I mean, right, no one of fame and they know, everyone knows who you are and wherever you go you're probably recognized in one way or another and dealing with the pressures and the difficulties of that and how you worked through it in your marriage to be able to mm-hmm. find balance and understanding, have private times and growth time. I mean, it's just all of that was 27 years. It's a long time. And to say, well, and I don't want to make I, we don't ever know what's happening. I don't know what, everything that homes. happened, but, I, but that but, just hit me. Yes. Is it's that, like, I mean, it's one of those things where in embracing improvement, embracing growth means that there's going to be some, some mess involved in that as well. And maybe that's what he's saying with the, with the failure is not so much embrace the failure, but maybe embrace the mess. Yeah. Recognize that it's going to be messy and that's okay. <laughs> and you just keep working with it and it gets better. Yeah. I remember uh, Ace and I, we were on a winter adventure up over Vail Pass and our leader was like, we're going to bushwhack. And this was winter, three feet of snow. We had snowshoes on. Bushwhacking was hard. It is. It was really hard yeah. because you'd sink down to your knees even with the snowshoes on. If you didn't have snowshoes on, you were up to your hip. Mm-hmm. But with snowshoes on and you had to lift out of that every single time. And in that was also a, a lot of neat things that we wouldn't have seen otherwise. We wouldn't have summited this beautiful mountain that gave us a view of all of the peaks all around that was gorgeous if we hadn't bushwhacked. Right. It was, it was, so even though it was messy and hard and difficult. And slow. And slow. Yes, very slow. Mm-hmm. There was also this beautiful vista and the success of it was there as well. But, but embracing the whole growth journey progress was really what it came down to. And I, I think back to, I think we talked about this in a podcast that there's always two ways to look at every situation and a positive way and maybe a more negative way and that both ways can be truthful like like that that can be true of both things that you're saying and so it behooves you to look and think what's the good way to look at this what's the way that's going to help me keep moving forward regardless instead of always cuz and that was stunning to me to recognize that both could be true and as i think about it i'm like sometimes when something, so you look at the bushwhacking, you're like, it was hard and we went slower and we got tired and 
we got grumpier because all of those things are true. But at the same time, you're like, yeah, we were slower. And I noticed things that I wouldn't have noticed before. And I learned to be more patient and I had time to talk with my son. And at the, at the top, we hit it when the sun was hitting at a certain point and it was gorgeous. There's all also true. So which place do you focus? Which thing is the place to focus that keeps you moving forward and being grateful and appreciative of everything that's happened of, of that whole situation? Yeah. As um, the other thing that I thought about in relation to just reading the speed of trust and other things that I have um, been looking at, one of the things that I also want to just bounce off of you is that any book, any concept, any principle that you learn or that you are that you experience will not stick unless you consciously and purposely decide to do it every day. Now, the reason I bring this up is I I was it I I was looking at um what was it? Oh, LinkedIn Learning. And I was like you can sign up for LinkedIn Learning. You can sign up for Franklin Covey's uh impact platform or what that is. You can sign up for masterclass. masterclass. You can read a book, you can do that and get some great knowledge and information. But application comes from the doing it every single day. Hmm. Do you agree with that? Where, where's your thoughts? I do agree that application is is applying it. I think you have to be careful if you say every single day because some people <laughs> might look at it. And this is think, why I wanted to ask her because she always gives me these good challenges. Okay, go. But what I hear you saying is that until you intentionally start to incorporate it into your life and intentionality inherently requires also some level of consistency like you're doing that consistently and often that's when something starts to stick and you were just studying something the other day that said that was talking about education about that in the 1800s a huge part of education was repetition that Mm. there was this constant level of repetition and and it was just something we cursed over but it was mentioning and bringing up that we take out that repetition a little bit, but the truth is, is that repetition is a huge part of learning. Yeah, And that's what streaking does, is it's that constant repetition. And as you incorporate that repetition of whatever it is that you're wanting to apply and learn, that's how you start to really have it be a part of your life because you experience it in different ways. You right. experience it when you're enthusiastic, then you experience it when you're not enthusiastic and you experience it when you're energized and you experience it when you're tired and you experience it when you're happy and you experience it when you're not happy. And all of those things, it's like taking that gem of what you want to learn and looking at it from all these different angles. And that's when it really starts to become a part of your life because now you're you're bringing it in in all the different aspects. You're, you're doing it when you're motivated, but you're also doing it when you're not motivated and you learn different things about yourself and about what you're trying to do when you do something, when you're highly motivated as compared to when you do something, when you're not motivated and, and those all add a wealth of knowledge and, and create kind of this well-roundedness within a person. That's really good. Thank you. You should be on a podcast. I do. I agree. (laughs) I am. (laughs) Not every day, but often. I love it when she joins me, though. It's a lot of fun. And I think you guys do, too. We've been talking about embracing growth and progress. 
not embracing failure, not embracing success, but embracing the growth and progress and taking what you've learned, whether it be in a course, in a book, whatever it is, and applying it and know this, that you've got to see the success through the mess in order to embrace growth and progress. That is really good. There we go. All right. That's all we have for today. Thanks so much for joining us on the Streaking Podcast. If you would like to learn more about streaking, you can do so by buying the book at Barnes & Noble. Barnes & Noble. 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 New name. Barnes & Noble or Amazon or anywhere books are sold. We also have it recorded on Audible. Uh, You can hear Jamie's illustrious voice on Audible. And and we recorded that together. That was a lot of fun. I was thinking back on that a couple years ago that we recorded that. It was fun. You can also download the app. The app is a great place to not only learn about how to start streaking and set up successful winning streaks in your life, but also the opportunity to celebrate with friends. That's really a cool thing about it, is it's the first social media network that is all about self-improvement and positive interaction. I think it's the first social media, what did you say? The first social media platform that's all about celebration and inspiration. You can be so inspired by people too. That is true. You celebrate and you're inspired. And so download the app and then ask your friends to join with you. You can set up a community, you can challenge one another, but do that together. You will find you have all kinds of success in setting up winning streaks. Well, Until we talk again, keep streaking. streaking.